The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Company's Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Sheila Shockey with Shockey Consulting Services, also known as the Shockettes. We'll talk about that, too, in a little bit. Uh, Sheila's company is one of the winners of the 25 Under 25 Awards, and you still have time to get your tickets. You can go out to 25under25.com and click on our events page, and there will be a place for you to register. We hope to see all of you out there on February the 28th at the Downtown Mulebach to celebrate these 25 really, really successful companies with fewer than 25 employees. And we're also presenting the Legacy Award, the Entrepreneurial Legacy Award for 2015 to Sherry Turner for her work with women entrepreneurs in the Kansas City area and particularly for her founding of One KC for Women. So when we get right back, we will talk with Sheila. Over the decades, women have broken down many barriers. Today, more women than men make up the American workforce. And more women graduate from college than men. Unfortunately, more women also die of heart disease and stroke than men. It's time to break down this barrier. Join us with the American Heart Association. It's time to go red for women and advocate for women's heart health. Visit heart.org forward slash KC. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here this morning with Sheila Shockey, the owner of Shockey Consulting Services, one of our 25 under 25 winners that will be receiving their award in just the next week. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Kelly. It's wonderful to be here. Absolutely, on this cold, snowy morning. Now, tell us about Shockey Consulting Services. Consulting can go in so many directions. You have a very narrow niche. Tell us about that. Yes, um, my background's in government and city management, and so I thought I wanted to try to figure out what could I do to help make um, government agencies work better. And one way to do that was to involve the um, different community members in the decision-making process, and that started to become more and more popular, and um, we really enjoy doing that. And so uh, 16 years ago, um, I had a little baby, and probably not the best time to start a small business, but no, I tried. I'm both. Yeah, you know. <laughs> tried. Uh, he was four days old when I took him to a sewer treatment plant. Oh, I'll for never forget sake. that. Uh, but uh, what I thought was I could um, start a business where we would help communities make um, better decisions by involving the right people and giving them good information and really trusting community leaders to help elected officials make decisions about the future of their communities. So what types of decisions do you help them make? Development, uh, what kind of areas do you advise them on? Sure. Um, We are management consultants, and um, that means we go in and help the government agencies um, 
maybe have a better organization, um, better decision-making process with their staff. And so we'll go in and work with staff on strategic planning-type projects where we help them either reorganize their department or set goals and objectives. Um, we also work with their um, elected officials to set goals and objectives as management consultants. Um, we also provide planning services, and so I like to say, um, have you shopped at Ikea? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason Ikea is there today is is a, a series of decisions that were made by um, community members and elected officials that um, that land use or that retail land use was um, most appropriate and the highest and best use there at I-35 and Johnson Drive. We helped community members help elected officials um, make those long-range plans for that area. So we provide that service. And then we also provide um, services we call public participation. Uh, we uh, help communities um, make decisions on infrastructure mm-hmm. um, by, by by providing information to the community and having them um, help develop long-range plans um, or even input into the design of streets and um, other mm-hmm. infrastructure facilities. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like in addition to working with the government elected officials, the um, city staff, the government staff, and uh, the public, that you probably also do a lot of work with corporations. When you talk about the infrastructure or building something like an IKEA, do you does your work end with the city staff, or, or do you also coordinate with the um, engineers and other third parties who might be involved in the project? Right. Um, we do work a lot with engineers. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas City has more engineers per capita than anywhere else in the <laughs> really? world, so no it's kind of a lucky um, uh, deal for us because we use um, engineering technical expertise to help those elected officials make those decisions, and a lot of times we are um, sub-consultants to some of the largest and best engineering companies in the world, and their headquarters are here, oh, yes. such as Black & Veatch and Burns and & McDonald, and we've been fortunate enough to work for them and other engineers to um, really um, help decide where the roads should go, help decide um, how sewers should be constructed, storm water management should be done so that water quality uh, is um, improved in our region. Mm-hmm. And the trend now really is, I guess we're sort of at a, at a crossroads as to uh, some of the, the new community styles. Uh, people are wanting to get back more to the smaller neighborhood, walkable communities and um where, where do you come in in helping to design those, or do you design those? Sure. Um, a lot of communities are saying we want our, um, our, our community to be more walkable. We'd like um, it to look more like the, the old-style um, mm-hmm. small towns and such, and we're sitting in an area right now um, that is very much like that, where um, the building footprint is um, near the sidewalk, close to the street. Mm-hmm. Um, the parking is in the back. Um, the, um, it's an urban design preference that we're seeing more and more. Um, Vision Metcalf is not a project that we worked on, but it's one that you could relate to that they're really trying to put more transit up and down Metcalf. Mm-hmm. And as they redevelop, they have a long-range vision and plan um, for their community. Uh, and that's really what uh, types of things that we do is we, we help communities come up with how, how, do, how does that look? Where mm-hmm. should development be and what it should look like? What do you think is driving that more community-style 
smaller town feel type of development? I think um, the millennials are part of that, and then also we are an aging community. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we're working with Mid-America Regional Council, which is the um, the region's um, council of governments, so all the government agencies come together there. And one of the projects we're working on is called Community for All Ages, and that's really trying to figure out what um, what type of housing and what type of development would be most appropriate as our baby boomers um, go mm-hmm. into retirement. Um, there, are, baby boomers are a different type of um, retired person. They're 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 wanting um, maybe less yard, um, more types of. Um, uh, housing that is um, less maintenance and sure. so forth. And um, we're also seeing um, a lot of these um, Alzheimer's units and um, uh, more types of units that um, people can live and transition into nursing home and final care. Yeah, and, and the, the grandparents of today or the elderly of today aren't your grandparents of yesteryear. They're, they may be wanting to downsize and, and want to be uh, more maintenance-free, but they are still very, very active, and so they still want a lot of the amenities in their communities, uh, their nearby communities that maybe people before you never even thought about that for them. Sure. Um, one of the projects that we worked on um, in 2000 and kind of have worked on on and off over the years is um, – the city of Lenexa's reindeer recreation program. Mm-hmm. And um, what they did was work with community members to come up with a vision for two-thirds of Lenexa, which was undeveloped. And um, that was uh, included a series of lakes and trails and parks uh, that were amenities that the community wanted, but also were preventative flood control measures. Mm-hmm. And they are designed in a way with native uh, grasses and plantings so that they improve the water quality um, in the lakes and downstream of the lakes. And so those multiple benefits are really right. things that, um, you know, the money is short with um, cities and they're trying to figure out ways to spend that more wisely. And that includes ways to solve problems that create multiple benefits. Yeah. And we can help with that. Um, we have we use the technical experts, but we also use the community members to build support for that and understanding so that the funding um, is um, easily attained mm-hmm. by community vote and then just support for that at the elected official level. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of that multi-purpose kind of project going on where you're trying to solve a problem, but you're also creating an amenity for the community. So it's not just some ugly old cement block that's funneling water or something like that. Right, right. A lot of retrofits of those mm -hmm. types of um, old technologies are happening. And and I think I think the millennials are really kind of driving that. Um, it's, it's interesting too. We, I just I just hired someone who was 22, which is the same <laughs> age as my uh, daughter, and um, it, it's interesting um, how they think about the world and and how much more environmentally oriented they are. And it's really refreshing to see how they'll just jump in and try to make the world a better place. And so I feel hopeful um, that uh, we have those folks in leadership next. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to be talking about Sheila or with Sheila about how she got started and some of the challenges to that startup. And I'd like to know more about some of the projects that she's been working on. So we'll be right back. 
Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 14th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, Saturday, February 28th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsor UMB for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here this morning with Sheila Shockey. She's the owner of Shockey Consulting Services, one of our 2015 25 Under 25 winners. We've been talking with her about uh, some of the things that Shockey Consulting does, some of the services that they offer, who they work with. You mentioned, Sheila, that IKEA is one of the big projects. That's probably one that is very recognizable and, and really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are some of the other projects you've worked on? Um, we work a lot on uh, wastewater systems, and mm-hmm. those, of course, are out of sight, out of mind, um, until they don't work right. I was going to say, <laughs> as they should be. We're in trouble if they that's if right. we see. <laughs> um, that's probably the area that we work the most in and helped us grow our business. Um, back in 2001, I started working for the Water Services Department in Kansas City, Missouri, and they began a long-range plan to uh, remove um overflows or diluted sewage that was getting into the waterways because of the way that their system was constructed. Um, But technology was the state of the art back then when they had combined sewers, uh, one pipe for stormwater and Uh wastewater. Uh, But uh, now that's no longer the the, the technology. About the 1940s, they changed over to two pipes. And and even those two pipe systems overflow periodically Mm -hmm. with rainwater. And that's a, that's an environmental issue that uh, we started working on, and the plan planning process took nine years, and involved over eight thousand people. And wow. so um, you can imagine that our uh, staff had to grow beyond me mm-hmm. um, to help accommodate that, which was great. Uh, the program also is a twenty-five year plan, and so um, it's a, a, a program that really is going to help small business in the region, uh, contractors, mm-hmm. engineering firms. I just interviewed two of those for a video that we're doing for water services right now and talk to them about how their business grew as a result of that plan and the implementation of that plan. And it really helps them plan out projects that are coming up that they know that they're going to um, to be able to undertake because there's so much work out there and right. it's out there to really improve the environment and to um, help system reliability with wastewater. Yeah. We also work in St. Joe um, for the unified government of KCK, Wyandotte County, and then Springfield, Missouri. And then we also have an office in St. Louis and we work for the um, the uh, St. Louis MSD as well. So you mentioned there's lots of work and, and you mentioned the really there's a lot of aging infrastructure all over the U.S. It's becoming a critical problem, mm-hmm. actually. And so when you say there's lots of work, not just in this region, but all across the country, actually, what's uh, one of the biggest obstacles or challenges you've had to overcome as a company? 
Um, I think really the biggest obstacle that we've had to overcome was um, how to make a decision on whether you go ahead and add another person oh, yeah. and, and whether you um, will have that workload uh, in the future. In um, 2008, the housing market crashed. Um, you know, one trillion dollars nationwide, and the um, housing values went down. It really hit Kansas City um, pretty hard. And when um, the housing values and the economy is bad, uh, there are less tax dollars, mm-hmm. and it's harder to get utility um, rates from folks, and, and growth kind of stops. And so, it makes it really difficult. So, what we had to do at that time was to think about what else can we do to help our clients uh, get through this. And we really worked on. Um, prioritization of their funds and their infrastructure. And uh, it was difficult at first because folks didn't have a whole lot of money. The right. agencies didn't have a whole lot of money, but um, trying to explain to them how we could help them spend that money more wisely and prioritize based on community values was um, really uh, a way that we helped kind of transition our work from what we were doing before to that. And now we offer both of those types of services. And so um, it helped us grow in the types of uh, business that we were able to offer and mm-hmm. services we could help our clients with. Yeah, so shifting like that got you through the recession, but it's also now been a source of new revenue now right. that the economy's picking back up. And there were really good deals to be had during that time if you had cash. And if you were an agency that had some money, um, you, you could actually get some pretty good um, deals and, and cheap uh, I shouldn't say cheap, but inexpensive, inexpensive labor, labor sure. absolutely. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, there, there were some good things that did happen during there. What's been your biggest surprise as a business owner, good or bad? Um, I think my biggest surprise is that um, I've been able to um, balance my personal life and and obligations as a mother and a wife with um, with all of this stuff that I'm trying to do to keep a business mm-hmm. going. And um, I guess. I've always thought that I could do that, but sometimes you question whether you're going to be able to have enough time in the day to be able to accomplish all that. And um, that's probably my biggest surprise is that um, I was able to create a work environment myself that could I could accommodate that. Yeah, and and other people that work for me have been able to um, accommodate their both of their um, obligations. We have a lot of folks that work in their community and and volunteer and serve on boards and are able to still do family business and the -hmm. things that they they love um, working at Shockey. So being being able to create that type of environment, which was kind of outside the box, I used to work for a city, which that's not the possibility for you if you work there in an engineering firm, which makes it harder. Um, to create that envir- work environment that you could have that balance has probably been the most surprising. It's what I wanted to do, but right. I wasn't sure that it was possible because my past experience. Exactly. But you bring up something else that I wanted to ask you about, and that is your community service. You not only get involved in the community as part of your work, as part of that dialogue between the agencies and the, the community, but your your company itself gives back. Uh, what are some of the causes you're involved with and why, or, yeah, why did you choose um, them? One of the things that we do is every year we work with um, the Crispus Addicts Elementary in KCMO, and we uh, work with an organization called the Blue River Watershed Association, and their mission is to educate uh, young people about uh, water quality and how they can protect their rivers, lakes, and streams. And that's something that we do as um, a business, but we also like to, um, to get together and work with youth 
And uh, some of the things that we've had happen as a result of that is, you know, a middle school kid that had really never even been to a, a stream before, you know, came up to me and said, you know, I could be a scientist. Could I do this as a job? And just to open their eyes to the different possibilities mm-hmm. that they could have and try to connect them with nature. That's something that our, our company really, everybody in our company is really um, involved with. Um, some of the other things that we've done is Christmas in October. We've mm-hmm. worked with our partners at Burns and McDonald and Water Services and worked in the inner city to um, fix up houses. And, um, you know, that's just kind of more fun getting into it. And, right. and uh, some of the gals that did that had a great time and got to use some of their home repair skills and um, work together with, as a team. And that's that's a lot of fun. And then we, we do a lot of river cleanups. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with our clients and um, just go pick up trash in the streams and, and you find very interesting things oh, in I can uh, only imagine. different rivers, bowling balls, uh, bowling refrigerators, balls. that sort of thing. I can um, see the refrigerator. People <laughs> just want to dump them, but bowling, bowling balls. balls. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it really helps us um, understand the importance of some of the services that we provide, which is trying to educate people about what their actions uh, or how their actions can impact um, the environment. And so um, kind of really, you know, connects us to um, to you know, the importance of our work as consultants when we volunteer to do those types of things. Right. For anyone listening today that may be in a startup position or maybe in a position where they're thinking about whether to take that next step and expand, what would you say if you were developing a, a lesson plan for them? Uh, yeah. You know, what what would you advise them? I think probably this was something that my um, father-in-law, um, he had his own business and he um, told me, um, do what you say you're going to do and you're going to be well ahead of everyone else. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't do that. They right. have good intentions and they don't follow through with them. And so that was really the key to his success. And he shared that with me. And we've really always thought that. Um, another thing that he said was, um, don't get in too much debt. And I think uh, that's what mm-hmm. I would say to business owners. You know, if you're a small business owner, you're a risk taker. Yes. And um, sometimes you get excited and maybe a little too enthusiastic about what you're doing. Surround yourself with people that support that enthusiasm, but also kind of maybe hold you back a little bit and uh, make sure that you don't get too crazy. Your dose of reality. Yeah. (laughs) We've been lucky um, at Shockey. We have never taken out a loan. Mm -hmm. Um, We've always um, grown as we had cash available. and, And I think also, so um, save for that rainy day. You know, I work for government agencies. I never really thought that um, the economy would have such a devastating impact on our business, but it really it did. And mm-hmm. so luckily I had cash reserves and I was able to um, not lay off people during right. that time yeah. and kind of keep my, my, you know, incredible team together um, during that process and, and got our way out of that. And that's really because I was very conservative and and, and didn't um, have a lot of debt. Yeah. Speaking of that incredible team, when we ask on your application, what one word do you use to describe your company? Yours is Shockettes. Where's that's that come right. from? Um, we are a women-owned business and um, in the beginning, it was basically all women. We do have one dude now that he calls himself a um, a shocker dude, maybe, or he has a name that he comes up with usually. He's not a shockette. But um, our one of our clients started calling us the shockettes, and we kind of ran with that. And I think it's uh, 
it describes how we work in unison mm-hmm. and to come up with to create something amazing and um, exciting for our clients. Uh, we do really work as a unit and a team, and it's fun to um, see folks that will just jump in and help one another, mm-hmm. and whether it's at work or their personal mission in life. Um, you know, it's uh, we have someone who serves on a board or gets excited about something that they're volunteering for, oftentimes uh, the rest of us will jump on board with them. And, and that's really cool. And that's, that's really that team. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the indicative of what we call a shock at. Well, it sounds like you're doing lots of things right, Sheila. Congratulations again on the 25 Under 25 Award. And we wish you many, many, many more years of success. All right. Thank you very much. And again, if you'd like to come out and visit with Sheila and meet some of our other winners at the annual 25 Under 25 Awards on February the 28th, please go to 25under25.com and purchase those tickets. If you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit us at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.